I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have... So cold. Let's turn the heater on. I know. I, oh, I, I should. Um, so, so, cold? so cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, which is a Icker Falls submitted story on the Icker Falls website, like the submitted section. Um, it's currently by anonymous because I they didn't give us a an author name. So um and the reason we're doing an Icker Falls story ahead of September is because I found out something. Uh, oh, you you may it may have been brought up on the show before, but there are actual coordinates to Icker Falls when you Google map Icker Falls. <laughs> yeah. So, and it just so happens, I'll be traveling by there on my way to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. <laughs> so, you know for damn sure, <laughs> I am going to go to those coordinates and possibly get lost in a town that does not exist uh, in, in, the, in the factual world. So, this may or may not be one of my last recordings. Fortunately, we have another recording after this one that'll be getting posted after this episode. Um, but after that, I may not be here. <laughs> it's so, totally possible. Yeah, so like, I think halfway through August, you're gonna have you're you like the cultists may not show up on for an episode or ever again. <laughs> um, I'm excited. <laughs> you're excited to die. <laughs> hey, like I've said before on this show, if I gotta die, it's gotta be a creepy a creepy pasta way. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, yeah. Like, I die as I live, immersed in creepypasta. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks, yeah. That's on brand for you, for sure. Yes. Uh, but, uh, getting down to this one, also, this is kind of a bit of a, I guess this could also be a bit of a tease for the September episodes of Icker Fall, because we still have a couple of sub, uh, of the submitted uh, entries uh, from the website for that, okay. so. Um, but yeah, this is uh, So Cold, um, and I will... Well, before I dive into a rundown, let's give our uh, our our recommendations for this, uh, so people know ahead of time where they want to go for this. So, starting off with me, I will recommend. I also recommend. I also also recommend. Wow, clean sweep across the board. Whether or not our notes somehow drastically change that <laughs> and by the end of that i'm like you know what i i hate this <laughs> yeah fair um well that sometimes happens when we're when we're having conversations like you know what i just realized i don't like this as much as i thought yeah. i do initially like that can happen but anyway uh so use that use those recommendations as you will uh and you can check this out obviously at the Iker falls uh website and under the submitted section, you'll probably have to go a couple of pages to get to it. But it's uh, so cold, uh, an Icker Falls story. So, uh, getting to the rundown here. Carl wakes up from sleep to a Sorry, whispering voice. Carl. I did initially have that in my notes. 
and edit that out. No, no, it's fine. I removed I didn't them have from any my notes. notes. No, I didn't have any notes on that. I just thought of it now. I don't want to ruin your notes and your joke. I will laugh. Carl. I'll laugh hysterically when you bring it up in your notes. I did this. I, I, no, I legitimately don't have it in my notes anymore. I removed it oh, while damn. I was note taking. So. Let me go through that entire spiel. <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, this is all staying in. So fine. Carl. So Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, wakes up from sleep to a whispering voice and a very cold temperature in their room. Um, the voice is a woman who he appears to know, perhaps a girlfriend, uh, who is deceased and repeats the phrase, I'm cold, while gradually embracing Carl and freezing him. Soon Carl dies of the frigid touch of this apparition, and he too is cold. Finn. <laughs> So it's a bit well, of a, it's dead. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't turn into the exact same sort of creature. He just I, sort of dies. Yeah, he dies from the frigid, but he is also cold. So could you be cold if you're? Dead? It does Would say. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm literally just repeating the last thing that is said on the, in the story. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, like Carl is now cold. Basically, mm-hmm. is what happens at the end because he's dead. He's stone cold dead. Yes. He's not stone cold Steve Austin, but he's stone cold dead, <laughs> as in that phrase. Yes. Anyway, anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's the rundown for the story. It's very short. Uh, I think it like clocks in at like maybe a page and a half on Google uh, my Google Doc. So, um, but let's dive into everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions at this point, and I have a single Grammar Inquisition quote. I'm so cold. The I in I'm is not capitalized at all throughout this entire story. So your whole issue with I'm Mm -hmm. uh, technically also means you have an issue with when it says cold and cold and so cold. Why? Oh, yeah, because it is. Yeah, yeah. Like none of those, these are capitalized. And even technically Carl. I'm so cold because Carl isn't capitalized. Yep. Also, I don't think any of them have periods, so they're not actually complete sentences. <laughs> also, yes. considering all of them are dialogue and none of them are in quotes. Well, they're all italics, if you real if you noticed. Oh, I know. But mm-hmm. italics are not used for dialogue. <laughs> for inner um, thoughts, which I thought which this not, was? Which, well, this yeah, could yeah. technically be because it could all be in his head. <laughs> semantics yeah so we've established that it's dialogue Mm -hmm. but you also have to consider that it could be ghost dialogue and ghosts don't follow the regular path of humans so they're exempt from grammar it's the way the afterlife talks I mean, I can't say for a fact that you are wrong because I don't know the rules of ghost dialogue. So you could be right. Wow. We all right. You know what? I'm willing. I'm willing to forgive for this. <laughs> Regardless, I don't like it. It should be in quotations. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Um. Or it's a hint, but we'll get to that more in the actual thoughts. <laughs> Um, so, uh, that's the end of my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, V stands for evil. I have a conjunction junction. All right. 
And next stop, Conjunction Junction. Doot, doot. But it wasn't a dream. He could still hear it. So quiet, so still, that it was almost imagined. But it was there. But there wasn't. But there was just a chill. It sounded like her. So much like her. And again, invisible hands touched his face. Plaintive and lingering. It stayed in front of him and hovered there, and Carl swore he could see a face briefly, quickly, and then it was gone. And now she was gone. But as he tried to pull away, they began to grip hard and steely. And deep within his chest, his heart labored to beat solid blood, and then his heart turned to crystal. Finn. Wow. That was an even more concise retelling of the story. <laughs> Pretty much. Minus our big issue of, I'm so cold. So cold, Carl. <laughs> and the, the reason that uh, Mikey does these strings of sentences is to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words to use. It's really easy to fall in the trap of just going like, it was this, but that happened. And, yeah, and it, this happened period. Too. Yeah. yeah. And there was this other thing, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, then up to Gamer. That would be me. Okay. Um, I only have one. Okay. It's like, I thought it was, I guess. I'm so cold. <laughs> um, whether it's grammar or not, I don't know. I guess it kind of is. A hand stroked his cheek as he pulled away from it. His skin tingled from the touch, but it, it had not been warm. Entom fingers that were steel and stone and ice and drew the warmth from him. But one thing I just realized, um, it goes and, and, and. That's fine, honestly, with that, because it's like being more it's less it's not actually describe like it's not uh, it's listing off a bunch of things but it's like lifting uh it's a way that's doing it is like more of a dramatic thing than yeah. like actually describing like because it's not listing them out like physically it's like more of like a metaphor it's like yeah 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 i'm with you there that's probably why i didn't notice it at first until i read it <laughs> just now but regardless a couple of mini paragraphs later is when it says that the hands are invisible but when I first read this and read the entire mini paragraph and the, the bit of the next one that's after it, I didn't know that they were invisible hands. Like, yes, it said phantom fingers, but it could be like disembodied, like semi-transparent ghost hands and he can see them. Oh, yeah, I, I get you. Because like, I, I, can, I can see where you're falling into the trap, um, though, again, <laughs> not, not, not like I, I agree with you, but... There's this, the explanation for why it's why they used phantom is phantom actually is often used for invisible specters, or like like it's sort of like the similar thing to like phantom limb like it's not actually yeah. there it's like or it's invisible kind of thing yeah that's true I guess yeah but I, I can see why you'd be like why you'd immediately think it's like some like phantom fing, phantom fingers it's like some kind of spectral fingers there 
and then like saying invisible hands like what like they're i saw them though visually like in my in my mind yeah because like movies and games and stuff will use phantom to just show a ghost like it's a phantom you know yeah it's another it's a descriptive word for a ghost or specter yeah so i immediately Mm -hmm. went to an actual ghost yeah visibly Hmm. also doesn't help that the story is about a an apparition yes (laughs) but that's all i got for grammar so okay uh then next up is actual thoughts so i'm going to start with this uh quote here he blew out an experimental breath and saw a pale cloud christ there had to be a window open somewhere or maybe he'd left open the front door when he came back cold he sat up now the sleep mud that clogged his mind falling away rapidly the voice the slight whisper that's what had broke that's what had woken him up okay so sleep mud that's that's a new term for me <laughs> although i kind of get what it's probably means like that brain fog or like you know how your mind is like running run, isn't running on all cylinders when you wake up in the morning like yeah so i'm guessing it's some kind of like a localization or like some kind of like a local term or even if Somewhere. it isn't local it could just be something that the writer made up just now and yeah, one or way it's or like, another, yeah. it is still an awesome turn. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like that the, the crud in your, like a lot, like uh, the, the crud that kind of the, the crusty stuff that kind of forms under in uh, in on your eyes when it uh, when your eyes are closed for too long. Um, like that's considered like like uh, like the Sandman. Like that's that's where we get the whole like Sandman thing. It's like that's supposed to be the sand that the Sandman sprinkled over you. Oh, really? Yeah, that's actually and, and yeah, like sleep mud is actually more accurate to that because it's usually like, gooey and not like sand like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, I'm calling it here. Like I, so in my notes, I have right here. Like I got to this part of the story. I was like, he killed somebody, uh, his girlfriend perhaps, and just had just buried slash disposed of the body that evening, um, because of the way like he had like uh, ma- mainly because of this line here. Um, Christ, there had to be a window open somewhere, or maybe he'd left to open the front door when he came back. Came back from what? <laughs> From anything. So, well, yes, but like in context to this story, like all like there's some there's some context clues that I was just like, I'm calling it now. He killed he killed his girlfriend, <laughs> and and that's why she's back after him. And then later we get this, and then we get this context clue again. Uh, he could see more details. That one hair that always hung in her face, even when it was in a ponytail. The small scar on her chin. The small round hole right above her left eye. He killed. He definitely killed her. Why else would he? Why else would she go after him after she died? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I, I'm, I, this, I'm blatantly like, like, just like, yep, jacuzzi. <laughs> but, um, like, honestly, like, right from the get go, like, in, like reading what we have in this story, I, I was kind of suddenly building this own like little like background of like what happened in the back in the detail in the the details we're not getting, but from the context clues we have in the story. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this: as soon as it described like the hole above the eye, yeah. Th- at that point, I'm like, okay, she died. She was clearly shot in the head, but I didn't mm-hmm. immediately go. He did it. I didn't blame the butler immediately. That's fair. I mean, yeah, it could honestly be like, like, just like that's the uh, last yeah. visual he has of his wife is her, like him confirming the dead body. And that's what he saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah, that could also be it. Like, yeah, he's just a grieving husband or boyfriend uh, of this woman. Um, and yeah, like that, that again, like you said, like that could be his, he, he saw like the reason why he has that hole burned into his head, uh, burned into his mind from her head yeah. <laughs> is because that was the last time he saw her sort of mm-hmm. thing. It's like, it's like why, when you never want to like, it's, it's sometimes difficult to see like a loved one who's like dead or like dying. And like, you don't want to see, you don't want to remember them like that yeah. because it that burns into your memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could accept that. I also, I just went, I went the even darker route and just like, yeah, no, he, he just came back from, this is, this is all grief ridden. Kind of my, my next quote here um, to tie into that. Uh, it sounded like her so much like her. He couldn't move, just waited to see if he could hear her again, knowing that it was her tonight on sleep paralysis or aliens. <laughs> uh this could easily i feel like this story like going to a monday like rather than having it be like oh she's like an ice specter like a like a revenant come back to like go after a loved one or like her killer uh this could easily be sleep paralysis and he did in fact leave a window open and he just died of exposure <laughs> like froze to death uh while suffering from some guilt-ridden sleep paralysis like that's what triggered the sleep paralysis was his guilt of killing his own wife or girlfriend um yeah and you know what while that is mundane i think that's still horrifying because <laughs> it's like <laughs> fuck like that would suck so much just to like like it, like in the context of the story like if it had like a bit at the end it's like where like authorities like found him and he like just died in his sleep what because he left the window open in like the dead of winter like that would be and then they like later found like a, a body buried in their backyard somewhere mm-hmm. like some some exposed snow and like ground yeah, that's just like like I I mundaneified it like uh, a little bit in this in 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 uh, on the one side of my uh, my notes here, but I think it's just as terrifying to have have it be mundane in this way than to have it be a ghost that came back that actually came back after him. I mean, y- yeah, it is. Mm. It's it's very different, but it's still shitty regardless. But yeah, if he actually killed his wife, then he deserves it. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the karma, yeah. like the karmic, the karmic uh, end of a, of a of a protagonist, because like they actually do deserve it, even though they're the protagonist. Yeah. And then the protagonist doesn't mean he has plot armor. Exactly. Especially in a horror story. Yeah. Um, and then gameable, because this is totally not me just trying to buy time for this end of this episode. <laughs> Nope, not at all. Padding, padding, padding. I could actually see using this story, or the idea for this story, for an ice wraith kind of, like, creature. So, like, uh, the players are, like, the police force of Icker Falls, and they're dealing with the aftermath of several murders. And then discovering that the victims were uh, all murdered this woman they knew. Uh, and she has become some kind of revenant spirit going after those who wronged her. Then the players have to kind of decide like, like at that point in the, in the, in the scenario, the players have to decide if they stop the ghost or let her finish the job on those left in the plot against her uh, in life or like the conspiracy uh, against her. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That was the, that's the more supernatural side of things like going the supernatural route. Like this is like my idea was like, Maybe he wasn't the only one that was involved in the murder. Maybe like it wasn't just a crime of passion. Maybe it was like a plot against this woman. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's more victims down the line. But uh, 
Yeah, honestly, that's that's my game. That's that's my actual thoughts. To be fair, <laughs> for <Yeah>. the story. <laughs> so, Mikey, the East stands for evil. All right. Uh, do so. My first issue uh, is also the the grammar issue that you had. With the I'm so cold, so cold, cold, whatever. Um, my issue is that when I was reading it, I assumed that it was the guy's internal thoughts. Yeah. And then once it gets to the Carl, I'm so cold, then that's when it flipped for me to realize that, oh, it's the voice of the specter. I mean... It could still be in his head. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I get some really loud thoughts in my head. Like that are like, they sound like they're screaming at me sometimes. Yeah. So like, but did they yeah. ever say cultist? You're messing up. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, it, like, maybe not... if it's like, maybe if I'm like, try, if like, maybe if it's like a particularly like, uh, well, the other thing to like, consider is that he's, still technically in a dream not a dreamlike state but he's still in like kind of that that space between sleeping and waking so it could be that his brain is like adding a voice like a, of a person shouting at him or or whispering at him to uh, in this degree in his mind well the, the thing is the the third person sort of breaks that for me cuz okay. i referring to yourself in third person in your own thoughts doesn't i mean that probably does happen for people <laughs> like we can't discount that <laughs> but i, yeah, I but, see what you're i see what you're saying though yeah yeah and it still could be thoughts regardless in a way because yeah it is technically dialogue from the ghost saying it sure if the ghost mm -hmm. isn't audibly saying it out that any uh, out in the normal world that anyone could hear it if someone else was in the room if it's directly messaging him in his thoughts it's giving him the thought so he's thinking it right yeah yeah but it's still from the the ghost that's influencing the thought so <laughs> you can see my issue <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, we're with you. It's just like it's we're hard just, to yeah. decide, like one way or the other, what should have been done. Yeah, it's sort of this is the case. This is I think the story because of its shortness. It's it's definitely a case of like open to interpretation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then my my next actual thought here is that when I read it, I didn't go with he killed his wife okay. um, because at the beginning uh, he says or the story says he even lay his hand on the empty side to see if there was some trace of warmth so hmm. that tells me that he still has feelings for her even though she's dead I mean <laughs> <laughs> that you can still love someone and kill them <laughs> like there are plenty of of killers that have done that in 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 in, uh, in crime cases where it's like again a crime of passion like mm -hmm. maybe he accidentally killed her in like a fit of rage even though he still loves her and then he had just come back from from getting rid of the body because he didn't want to get uh, in trouble for what he had just done by accident 
And so he's still yeah. like the again, like he's he's still pining for her because like, oh god, what have I done? Um yeah. but yeah, no, I yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a bit, apparently a, a very sick bastard, apparently, when it comes to, or I've watched a lot of crime, like, thrillers, and, and mm-hmm. like, a true. I listen to some true crime podcasts and stuff. You probably. <laughs> I am with you there, Mikey. Like, I didn't immediately also think that he, he done did it because of those exact reasons, that because he, like, it's, it's showing the character cares about this person that they lost, so I immediately... Mm-hmm. went with that but there is evidence to say otherwise as well and it's all yeah. interpretation yeah and like not not to keep adding things to this but um i'm gonna do it anyway uh, <laughs> um so on the one hand why else would she go after her loved one if not because he she he had done something wrong to her or but but by verse uh by versely i don't think that's a word nope. but um Vice versa. <laughs> there we go. Got there. Um, it could be that she's not aware that her presence, her her new nature as a ghost, is harming the living. That's possible. Yeah, so, that, that, or, that's my next thought. Oh, sorry. There we go. Okay, well, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I liked the ghost in this because I feel like she doesn't realize she's a ghost. Yeah. So she's touching her husband's face and then she goes to cuddle with him and it ends up killing him because she's so cold. Yeah. Yeah, you see it um, often in stories about supernatural creatures when they don't realize what what the effect they have in their new form does to the living. Hmm. I also kind of like the idea, it could be that even if she doesn't, even if she is aware of it, she's like, or like, she's like, uh, Carl, come join me. Like, kind of thing. It's like kind of that thing as well. Like, join me in the in the cold embrace of death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you wow. see that in a lot of um, like supernatural stories, too. Yeah, but in this, it just comes off that she is cold, and she wants to snuggle with her hubby. Yeah, to get some warmth, and she ends up picking all the warmth. Yep, she's a a thermal vampire ghost. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> vampire, vampire ghost. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> vampires can be ghosts too. <laughs> That's gonna be a shirt. <laughs> vampires can be ghosts too. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that. I do I I do honestly like that, Mikey. The idea of like. She's not aware of it, and she just wants like to be. Like, she wants to snuggle up to her her uh, her significant other in life, and unaware that she's hurting him or killing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be really awkward when he comes back as a ghost. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe awkward. Maybe just like oh, well, now they're together forever. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever and ever and ever and and that's the end of my actual thoughts all right gamer you're up okay so we've been talking a couple of times about the the cold 
in italics yes. and all that. The one thing it it should probably say is like right before it, say like he heard a whisper and it said cold, and then it continues, and then if because right after you're saying it said this, and then you see the italics of cold, then you know that italics are always the whisper saying this. Yeah. I guess technically that should have been a grammar thing, but that's... I was going to say, <laughs> that sounds more like a grammar inquisition, but yep, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motion passed. <laughs> then uh, all I have really left for uh, notes on this is just very cool descriptions about things that happened in here that I liked. Like one is when he's realizing that, or <clears throat> let's read it. He realized he was holding his breath and he let it out in a shiver. It stayed in front of him and hovered there. And Carl swore he could see a face briefly, quickly. And then it was gone. That is cool. Even the beads of, uh, and, and like, yeah, like, sorry, I was about to read the next one. So I, I, I didn't realize you were still going. No, 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 it's fine. I didn't mean to interrupt. So that was the end of that. I, I actually started <laughs> okay. reading the next one. But I like that because it's a really cool visualization of being able to see what's going on, that you can only see the ghost through warmth, basically, or like yeah. through mist, like the way that you would see a, um, a trip wire by putting like smoke in front of it, in front of a laser and stuff like that. Yeah, you're seeing the invisible. Yeah, I think that's really that. cool. And especially like when he's getting more wound up at the end, he's breathing quicker and you can see more and more detail through it. Like that's really cool. Yeah. And then uh, talking about like a glass of water that's on his nightstand it says even the beads of condensation had frozen small glass tears clung to the glass. Again, that's just a really cool description referring to the, the condensation that's dripping down as, as tears. Yeah. Cause it's fro- like freezing. So it's just like suddenly becoming like, it's what would happen. It's what would happen if, like, you froze a, it instantly froze a tear. It would just suddenly become like a drop, a raindrop, or like a, a teardrop. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's really all I got for for notes. Fair. I mean, yeah, it's like I said, it's a very short story. So there's, uh, and we seem to all like it. So <laughs> this was going to be a short episode. <laughs> yeah, generally speaking, the more notes I have, the more I hate a story. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm actually glad that you you brought up something like that. You were like you enjoyed with the story because I think I feel like sometimes you you go like really hog wild into like all the negative stuff well, more than like when the positives. When the story beats me over the head with stuff that bothers me, then it's like okay, you want you want to play that game? You know story? what? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just like pull out your your uh, pull out your belt and just like whip. It's like come at me, bro. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> at that point, like I'm 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 frosty. <laughs> it's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm basically looking for every single little thing that can piss me off because the story's already pissed me off. So fuck it. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, so with that, uh, I guess we'll go into final thoughts. Um, so to me, this is going to sound odd. To me, it's kind of predictable, at least on like on certain like tropes of of this kind of fiction like the supernatural like ghost fiction and stuff um and it's a little short but i didn't hate that in fact i liked i liked what we what we have here um it was a nice piece of mini fiction um like it's almost like a vignette of something um but it doesn't it like i i could see i would love to I, i it's like it's in that weird liminal space where it's like it's really short, 
but I don't feel like, and it could, it could use more, but I don't have any qualms about it not having any more. Like I'm kind of content, even though I know it kind of, it it just kind of, it's, it's, it's short and sweet and it left me content for being so short. So, and again, like there's definitely some fodder here. If you want to use this for something uh, like a game, but you also, you can also just take it as just a little vignette of Icker Falls. Like of just like the weird spookiness that is in Icker Falls. Um, and that's the reason why I still want to recommend it. So yeah, I continue to recommend Mikey, the East End Evil. As I pointed out, the only part that I didn't care for, which is part that we all sort of had issues with, was the italicized text. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, it didn't ruin the story uh, in this one. <laughs> And we sort of knew something was going on, whether it be an internal dialogue or a ghost-influenced dialogue or the ghost itself. Or alien telepathy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the I, I like it as sort of a love story that he lost his wife and his wife doesn't realize she's a ghost and ends up accidentally killing her husband um, so that they yeah. can be together. But <laughs> yeah, it's like that nice blend of like horror, but also kind of a bit of a romance, <laughs> mm-hmm. a bit, but like in a, in a, in a more like kind of, aw, but also aw. <laughs> mm-hmm. tragic romantic horror story yeah well again that's what you get honestly that's what you get when you mix romance with with horror tragedy yeah that's true <laughs> so all i'm still going to recommend this okay and gamer uh for me i really like the way that the story is described it's using flowery descriptors here and there and i normally hate that when it's overdone but here it's not overdone and they're they're used uh they're well done and they're interesting every time it happens. It doesn't overdo it, like I said. Um, I like the visual of the ghost that it can only be seen through the the breath. I think that's really cool and it's not something that I've seen very much or if at all. Which is kind of neat. Um, and with him getting more panicked, you can see more and see more details and all that. That's all really cool. The only part, couple parts that tripped me up is, um, is so minor that it didn't stop my enjoyment of the story itself. At this point, I'm basically mirroring what you guys are saying. Um, but, but yeah, like I would, I like a little bit more clarification of like what this spirit is and like whether or not there is like something a little bit clearer that he actually done did it or whatever. Like, sure. That'd be nice to have a little bit more clarification, but it didn't really bug me because the story flowed quite well and it was enjoyable all the way through. So all in all, it was short, effective to the point. I, I still recommend it. All right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, roundhouse kick to the face of recommendations. Mm. <laughs> um, and as always, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, cause that'll do it for tonight. Uh, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, uh, you can also send us messages on Twitter. 
Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. It's got to be at this point. It's a bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm at review cultist. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. We can also leave a suggestion for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! Uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. Uh, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And without your stories that you write and share online and submit to the Iker Falls website for say, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, these 10 to evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been al dente rigamortis sleep well and hopefully i'll come back from west virginia we shall see triple roundhouse kick to the face of recommendations would that be a winsome pew kick oh, what's a pew kick <laughs> <laughs> maybe is that like what, what uh what ryu does yeah. <laughs> like when he does the spin kick yeah <laughs>